and I we can't see the feed. Hi everyone, this is Sarah Harvey, and I have Jaden Torrey with me, and I'm pretty excited tonight because this is the first time that we've got Jaden live to talk about the chakras, and it's something that he's extremely passionate about, and I'm excited to listen to him talk uh, on the video about it because we've talked a lot about it, uh, just the two of us talking about it, and when I got him talking about it, he just he wanted to just talk about every single chakra. I was like, which is your favorite, Jaden? And he's like, well, that's a hard one. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. This is Jaden Torrey. And I, what what can you tell us about yourself, Jaden? Um, I'm originally from Pennsylvania um, due to job transfer. I'm living out in California now. But this is way better than the East Coast, in my opinion. I'm loving it out here. Um, I, I'm into music. And through my music, I started discovering chakra as well and my hopes is to be able to bring sound healing music and then chakra healing all together into one space um, i know it's helped me heal from the inside out and i'm hoping maybe in my creations i can do the same for others i'm excited because at some point you'll share the music that you've created with the group i've got to hear a lot of it as he's creating it and it's awesome so Jaden doesn't just create uh the tunes himself he the, he also creates the lyrics which is really cool so when did you begin learning about the chakras and why did you begin learning about the chakras um, well it actually started about six months ago i was in an interesting point in my life i'm not sure where to go or what to do i ended up doing some research and that's actually when i came across the claire audience facebook group and then you pointed me towards your your Claire audience getting to know um, Claire abilities course through your psychic school. And that's when I actually heard the term chakra for the first time. Um, I did a little more research, started actually with the third eye, which later I found might have been a mistake. But it, I slowly over time started learning each chakra, doing the meditations and kind of that's where I'm at today. <laughs> just still learning so and you're actually taking a class yes yes other people in person that you're you're learning more about it yes it's discovering the voice through chakra healing is the course i just started last wednesday it's a seven week course each week we go through the different chakra groups and it's supposed to help me find my voice and myself in, in the process and i'm hoping to learn more about the chakras as well, not just for the voice, but in general. So then I can bring it into my music and help with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. There was one song, the first song you shared that at some point, I'm hoping that you share it with everyone because I think that applies so much to like, you know, you know, you guys won't understand that. That's like an inside thing at this point. But at some point, Jaden, I'll share it. and You guys will understand why it's so why it pertains to kind of us in being outsiders in a sense, right? Like, I think it's yes. a beautiful song. Once uh, I get my mic working and re-record my vocals, I'll push it out. <laughs> okay. We're looking forward to it. So now that everybody knows, now you're kind of like obligated, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to put you out there. <laughs> They'll love it though. Uh, so what should people know about the root chakra? We'll start with the from the bottom up. 
Um, well, the root chakra is actually the base for all the chakras, and that's the one you should be working on first. If you think about the foundation of a house, if you don't have a good foundation, the house becomes unstable and unbalanced. And the same goes for the chakras. So that should actually be the first one in the healing process to help align the rest of them. And I've talked before, your root chakra has a lot to do with grounding. And so when Jaden, that's the same thing I did, Jaden. And I talked about that a few times that I started with my third eye chakra. And that was a complete mistake. Uh, working, Jaden's completely right. Working from the bottom up is going to be probably your best option. So what about the sacral chakra? What is the sacral chakra and how does it, how does it help us? The sacral chakra, it's... Um... That's one of my favorite ones, I think. I really like that one just because that's where one's desires and dreams can become reality. Um, it's the creativity and the energy. Um, let's see. Sorry, <laughs> I lost my place here. No, you're fine. Um, but yeah, when balanced, it, it, you can take your passions and give birth to your dreams. Um, this one I know becomes blocked a lot by fear, especially around death. And I think that's where I blocked my, my fear ended up blocking mine when it comes to performing in front of public. And I think that's where I kind of need to work on a lot right now is getting past that fear of being in front of people. And I have a feeling that will open up and activate when I do that, <laughs> hopefully. This is like a total sidebar, but I love, I love this story because it's some, a show that I watch. And so can you tell everybody who, what show you were an extra in? Oh, uh, 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> How cool is that, guys? And Jaden actually said, <laughs> you what? I was a little homeless boy in the shelter. <laughs> yeah. So he sent me the clip of him walking behind them. But I just think that's cool because you're in, you're in California and you get to, you know, you probably, do you see famous people while you're in California sometimes? On occasion, apparently, um, I live next to a few. I haven't run into them because of COVID. But um, being in LA, I've heard of a few that live around the corner from me. Um, but yeah, it just depends on the right place, the right time. That's I. I don't know what I would do if they had a mask on. Of course, you're not necessarily going to know who they are. No Elvis Presley lookalikes. <laughs> oh, you see them all over the nation. Yeah. So. <laughs> We'll have to, I'll ask you after we're done talking about this, about your Grand Canyon experience, if you'll share that a little bit of that with us, because that was cool. So what about the solar plexus chakra? This is probably one of my weaker areas um, dealing with self-control, addiction, self-confidence. Um, I feel like if I can open this one up, uh, I will be able to have the power to control my fears once I get past them and project myself and my music and my healing abilities out to the world. So. I'm excited. Like, I think the world is going to need your song. I think that's <laughs> going to change a lot. I, you guys will know what I'm talking. Sorry. This is kind of an inside thing at this point. At some point it won't be and Jaden will get his lyrics the way that he wants them and everybody will love it. So what about the heart chakra, Jaden? The heart chakra is probably where I specialized since I was a kid. It's always been open and active. Um, I've always had deep empathy and compassion for others. I actually remember this, this story when I was in fourth grade. My dad comes out to the garage 
and he sees me up on the back of the couch trying to save a fly from a spider web. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I have to save the fly. I don't want it to die. And he's like, what about the spider? I'm like, what about him? He's going to kill the fly. He's like, but if you kill the fly, the spider's going to die because he's hungry. And I started bawling because I didn't know who to save. So <laughs> my heart is definitely always been active. Oops. Yeah. That sounds like uh, a moral problem right there. Like as a kid, that's like a big deal. I, can, I remember, that's funny that you say that because I remember being in the car with my, I think it was my dad and he hit a small animal and I don't remember if it was a raccoon or what it was, but the very first time I ever hit, uh, I think it was a, I don't remember if it was a squirrel or a rabbit, but I cried like in my car, I, I pulled over and I cried because well, I was responsible for them dying. You know, so I did the same thing. I think it was my junior year in high school. I hit a rabbit and I went home crying. My dad's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I hit a rabbit. He's like, it's just a rabbit. I'm like, but now his babies don't have a father. And I started crying. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so what I did too. Like now so I should get a bumper sticker. I've had my friends tell me that too. get a bumper sticker that says I break for squirrels. <laughs> Just so people know that I might make sudden stops. So what about the throat chakra? The throat chakra is the closest that's connected to your clairaudience, actually. Yes. I actually feel like I might have blocked my throat chakra as a child. Um, I, I shut myself down. And then when I did that, I was unable to express myself. And I just became very quiet and put myself in the shadows. I was afraid to speak up. And it wasn't up until a couple of years ago that I was finally started to step up and speak. It's taken a lot of process, but over the past six months through the meditation, I actually feel like I've opened up so much more. I'm more assertive at work. Um, the way I express myself, people are under able to understand it. And um, But before that, the only way I could express myself was through my writing. And that's actually how I discovered songwriting is because of my expressions and trying to show emotion. That's the only way I can do it. But now I'm to the point where I can actually start speaking it. And I still need a lot of work, but it's it's coming along. <laughs> I think that's hard. You know, I talk to a lot of people like about setting boundaries and those types of things. And I think that is it kind of goes along with the fear of not wanting to maybe cause a riff or to offend people or to, I could see that. I used to be like that a lot. And I, I don't know, when I was younger, especially now as a mother, I'm just kind of like, it's sometimes I just have to say what I have to say because I have a very short period of time to say it in. And so uh, what about the third eye chakra? You said that this was one that you actually op tried to open first. Yes. It's one of the more fun ones because that's where you get the visions and especially when it comes to having abilities. And that's why a lot of people with abilities start focusing more around the third eye. But if you work from the root up, you'll actually open up that third eye before you reach it from, from my understanding and from others' experiences. Um, I'm hoping I'll get more of that as I go through this program I'm in as well. But opening that up before balancing everything else also could caused a lot of um, sensory overload and like it's just, it's just a little bit harder to handle because it becomes a little excessive instead of being that fine balanced that's just from my experience do you have any suggestions I know I'm kind of going off the uh, okay. path 
Do you have any suggestions? Because I know you probably do for people that have done that and that they're dealing with that themselves. Because I love, I want to hear it from, like, I want people to be able to hear it from more perspectives. <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. um, my suggestion would be to back off on the third eye meditation and, and go back to the root and, and try to find. Or even if you're, you think your root is balanced, maybe just one step up. But usually it's, it starts from the root and the way up. And then that, that's what I personally did is I backed away from the third eye meditations. And I started back at the beginning and then came back up. And everything seems to be more balanced and not so overwhelming. And you've talked a little bit about the experiences on our page about how or in our group about how you've like noticed uh, like uh, shadows outside of the office when you're working. Yes, yes. Um, When I was before I had started the balancing process from the root, um, I would just get blurbs here and there. Things are random. Uh, I was unable to focus long enough to figure out what was actually going on. But was it last week when I was working in the office, I actually started to see forms of figures. I could see what they were doing. I started making out what they were trying to tell me. So I feel like this balancing process and healing process is actually able, allowing me to concentrate and focus on what's actually being presented before me. So it's not as overwhelming or like scary, basically. Yes, yes. You know what they're trying to communicate to you. Yes. That's good because I think a lot of people, especially people who are new to the group, um, I think that's a problem that an initial problem that people come to the group for, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a huge piece of advice. That if so, if you are having that problem, definitely start like Jaden was saying, start from the bottom up. And that's a lot of the reason I shut down when I was in high school too, because so many things started happening. I guess I had spontaneous chakra activation. I wasn't aware of it when I was in high school. And I freaked out because I didn't understand and I couldn't make anything out and I just shut down. I, I know a lot of people in the group have been through similar experiences as well with that shutting down at a younger age due to those incidents. And a lot of people tell us that it's our imagination or those types yes. of that doesn't really like help us control it, I suppose. And I think even though, did you find, because I guess I found when I was young that even if I tried to block it, that it still came out somehow like bits and pieces, but not like as profound as it would be if when your third eye chakra and all your chakras are balanced. Yes. I've actually had a lot of that throughout my life, even though I shut down when I was in high school, especially when I was in a very dense place like like the asylum in philadelphia when i went there there was no blocking that it just came Um, the energy it 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 was so dense it got to the point where i couldn't breathe i i started like my my chest tightened up so bad i couldn't breathe i started smelling like fecal matter um it felt like somebody was watching me i never saw the figure they actually took a picture and saw you could see the figure of a lady behind me (laughs) but i i couldn't but it was just so overwhelming. And I had blocked myself out and I was like, oh, it's back. <laughs> and I just had to get out of the room. <laughs> I know why you're at the asylum, but you have to tell everybody why you're at the asylum, like what you were doing. Oh, it was, well, it was originally <laughs> just for a haunted Halloween tour. My friends talked me into going. I was like, okay. And the, the original haunted house going through the basement, it was fine. It was normal. People jumping out at you. But it was when we got into the depths, like, 
the room where people were being treated and the, the very third floor, that's what hit me the hardest. That's the one where I couldn't breathe and I had to, I couldn't even stay. I had to run out and just meet everybody outside because it was just that dark in there. But yeah. I, I'm totally getting off topic, but I, all the, like we share a lot of stories and one of the places that you went, um, was it, it wasn't the haunted, Oh, the building that you went to that you and Jordan went to in when you guys were, you guys were out wandering and you went to one of these haunted places and you were telling me about, it. do you remember which one that is? Oh, and that, just around the corner, there was another one. I, we don't have to talk about that now if you don't want to, but there was, or if you can't remember, but there was something you guys had went to that you were like, but the place around the corner, Sarah is even more haunted. Like, we talk about a lot of different haunted places, so I'm sure Jaden will think about it, like, and he'll be like, "Oh, that's it!" Like, Probably. so I'm trying to think of spots that he's been with me. It's not too many. It's a house, and we were talking about the American Horror Stories. Oh, that the- one I went to when I got down to LA. It was one of the first places I stopped because it was cool. That's where it was, and but you said something about the house around the corner that it was something different. I think you told me. Yes, there's. Um, there was a house down the street that actually got a darker feel from, and then the real murder house that was, they say the, the one American horror story is haunted, but that one, I didn't get too much energy from. There's a little bit, like I felt like there was a lady up in the third floor looking out. Um, but it was when I went to the real murder house, I hadn't even turned the corner yet and I could already feel that dark energy. I was like, I'm not definitely going into that house because it just felt so dark and negative. Have you ever seen the Black Dahlia house? It's not, it wasn't yeah. called, you know what I'm talking about with the big mm-hmm. like uh, triangle shaped windows or like, I don't know, it's like a corner. That is now, that's an interesting story. <laughs> I'm sure you've read, if you guys don't know what that is, definitely check out the um, uh, the Black Dahlia and who the suspects are. It's called, there's a show that I watch. I'll share the link with you guys. It's a, uh, I can't remember what the guys' names are, but they kind of talk back and forth to each other and they're they're from LA too. And they're just they're kind of being funny about it, but they're like sharing the actual story and who the suspects were. And the guy that lived in this house in LA uh was he had surgeon abilities, like he did some sort of surgery. And I want to say he was maybe a dental surgeon, but he yeah, they he was a suspect anyway. Uh so what about the crown chakra? The crown chakra, that was probably the most interesting of my experiences uh i this is one i've never meditated on spiritual healers they say the crown is the very last thing you should try to heal open and activate because you need all the other ones to be balanced properly in order to do this but on occasion it can spontaneously activate which is what happened in my experience i didn't even realize it until last week (laughs) when i started doing more research on the chakras. I was like, oh, this is what's going on. Um, some of the things that I experienced were drastic changes in my sleep pattern. It can go either way. It's different for everybody. But for me, I was sleeping all the time, 14 to 16 hours a night. And I was constantly exhausted. It, even after sleeping that long, um, my my emotions became a roller coaster, constant up and down. I think the only thing that kept me sane was Molly's mindfulness challenge. It kept kept me a little grounded, grounded during that time frame. Um, and then my spirituality actually grew beyond what I'd ever known it before. Um, like I had some beliefs, but I kind of it faded away as an adult. But now I was 
like the angels and what have you. It's just an internal spiritual belief that it just grew. And then I started doing a lot of self-reflection, internal healing. Um, and then along with that, with it not being balanced, I started getting severe migraines and headaches, um, constant drowsiness. And the one that really got me was the feeling of solitude. I did not want to be around anybody. I didn't want to go to the store to pick up some milk. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. buy milk, but <laughs> anyway, you to go to store, yeah. <laughs> but the, I just, I didn't want to be around anybody. I wanted to lock myself in a room and just be by myself. And once I, I, I didn't even realize at the time, but then whenever I started the root healing from the process from the ground up, <laughs> sorry, I went a little backwards there, no, but um, it started correcting itself. Like the emotions started leveling out. My sleep started leveling out. Um, I didn't even realize what I was doing at the time when I was balancing all the chakras to heal the crown as well um, until last week when I started reading more on it. And I was like, oh, this explains everything. So if, if anybody's having, um, like, especially during a spiritual awakening, a lot of times that's what will happen is the crown will spontaneously activate. And if you start experiencing things like I have, it may be a little different for each person, but I, I suggest starting the healing process from the root up and it'll help balance all that out. Yeah. I, and I did it exactly like you did. I kind of did it backwards and that didn't work out very well for me. And so, and you know, when you shared that, uh, that chakra scale that you shared with me that I ended up sharing on the group, it, it seemed like a lot of people had their root chakra. Um, that was the one that they needed to work on the most. I don't know if you noticed that, but I was watching people's mm. scales come up and I was like, oh, that makes total sense because mine was the same way. So like one of the things that and this kind of ties into Arizona. So uh, Jaden uh, was, were you on the military base and you were going for the weekend? No, I, I was away from military training. Yeah. Okay. So tell everybody what, where you went that's, that was profound and that you'd went for, went for the first time, but you just got up one day and all of a sudden wanted to go to, because this yeah. is amazing to me. This is like following your intuition at its best. Okay, so I was tasked to come out to Arizona, which is actually where I'm at now, um, for for mil uh, a military event. I'm a medic, and I was trying to make sure everybody's medical stuff was up to date, so we held an event for them. Um, and the last, we actually ended up getting released a little bit early, and I was like, I'm just, I like, that's the time where I was sleeping all the time. I'm like, I'm just going to go to sleep, and I'm going to sleep in and not wake up to an alarm. I happened to wake up. I think it was around 7 30, 8 o'clock on my own, wide awake. And I popped up and said, I'm going to the Grand Canyon. I don't even know where it came from. I had no intentions of going. I'm just like, I'm going. I so think you I mentioned to me and you're like, Sarah, I'm going to the Grand Canyon. I was like, okay. <laughs> it was so it's I have no idea where it came from. It's a three hour drive from here. So, I mean, I, I was just, I'm going. And then when I got there, I went to the tour spot, the big area where everybody looks down. And I just felt so overwhelmed at that time. I was also getting sensory overload. So the, the energy from everybody was just overwhelming. I couldn't breathe. So I had to get out of there. I jumped in my car and dri started driving around. I ended up back at the front gate. I'm, I was frustrated. I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going. And I was trying, that's because I was trying to follow a map. And then it got oh, to yeah, a point where I'm like, through the map, and I threw it in my back seat and I, I picked a car and I followed it. And then it turned off, but I kept going. I'm like, I'm just going to drive until something tells me to stop. 
So I, I finally see this little pull off. It's like the third pull off or something. I go down, I pull in there and I get out of my car and I find this little trail off away from the touristy area. So I start walking down this trail, most amazing, beautiful spot in the Grand Canyon, in my opinion. You can just look out and see everything. Um, and it was weird because there is this brother and sister that happened to see me go off trail and they're like, oh, I wonder what this person's doing. I'm going to follow them. And we started talking. He was actually a drummer in a band. And it's, it's weird because he messed up his elbow during a motorcycle accident, just like I do. We have the same exact scar, just on opposite elbows. So wild. But after we got to talking, he actually knows somebody in L.A. who rent, has houses full of artists and musicians. He actually gave me the contact number. He said, call. I was like, OK, this is wild because I literally just moved to L.A. the week prior. Um, but yeah decided to go to the Grand Canyon and spontaneously. And the funny part is they live in Florida and they were at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. Somebody in LA who, by the way, I actually ended up reaching out to a month later and I'm living in that space and I'm in contact with all these amazing artists. So it actually worked out very well. That's awesome. Um, but that's also the same spot where I started like just my, I grounded and then I went into meditation and that was the first time I'd actually seen an angel come to me. I don't know if she was my, my guide or what have you, but it was just an amazing experience. Um, there, I actually saw that she looked like a hiker with a helmet. She was standing behind me. I didn't even notice her until the angel pointed behind me. And I looked back and I saw her and I looked back at the angel. She pointed back again. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So then like I pictured, I'm still sitting there, but I pictured myself getting up and I grabbed her hand and I walked her over to the angel. And then the angel took her hand and then they disappeared. It was so wild. And then when I opened my eyes, I actually saw streams of light coming from the base of the Grand Canyon up into the sky. It was just like an amazing experience. That's and I think that's kind of the start of like really where I started to go in depth with my spiritual awakening and stuff. Yeah, I think it was you to me like the next day and you're like, you, you aren't even imagine what just happened to me. That was just a, a baseline. But yeah. You did send me a picture, but I don't remember. I think it was like one of the big parts of the Grand Canyon. I, I'm, just so, I can, I'm actually going back Sunday because uh, we, we get released from here on Sunday. I don't have to be back at work till Tuesday. So I plan on, I put, I made a bed in the back of my van. I'm just going to go sleep in the stars, hopefully and find that spot again. Cause it was so amazing. <laughs> is it, wait a second. Is it legal to do that? There's spaces up there. I see people do oh, it. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, cause like sometimes that's, I don't know weird about that. We have in Iowa, we have like public access land. Mm -hmm. Like that isn't supposed to be, I think it's not supposed to be hunted, but people can actually camp in those areas. So when we've had big concerts, like random big concerts, they can actually do it in that public access area for some reason. And I don't know why, but yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, there's no, well, there's no bears there. So you're good with that. The snakes I might worry about. I'll be in my car. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so, well, you don't have to worry about social distancing in that area. No, that's good. I, how is, is LA like they're still closed down? Yes. Or I remember at one point, get a haircut. <laughs> really? You guys had, uh, there was one point in time I talked to and your mom and uh, Jordan had, they had to be in at a certain time. They could only remember that happened for like a couple days. Uh, the, the curfew? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And then we your brother. Curfew, I don't think right now, but we are still on lockdown in LA area. Are you? 
Yeah, I would, technically still in effect, even though traffic's still awful. <laughs> yeah. As long as they don't get out of their car without their masks and come try to talk to you, their road rage. Okay, well, I appreciate everything that you shared with us, and you're awesome. And I'm really glad that you uh, decided that you were going to face your fear of getting in front of a bunch of people and join me. And I look forward to hearing about your trip to the Grand Canyon. And I'm going to share that Black Dahlia story with you guys, and then you'll be able to see what Jaden was talking about. If you find the story for that one that you went to, can you share it into the group? Yes, yes, I'll look for it. Awesome. So basically, Jaden had went on a search for haunted places while he was in L.A., which I just think is the coolest thing ever. There's another hotel one that I want to share with you. I'll have to look for it and see if I can find it. But oh, okay. I, I know there was one where it used to be a house, but it torn down, but the, the, the land is still really haunted. And that's actually where I finished out my night during my tour that night. I think that was the creepiest spot, but it was I dark know. out. <laughs> I, uh, the one that I was, uh, looked at online, uh, it's on YouTube. There was a hotel outside of California and I think it might be on an Island. Um, maybe. And it oh, was yeah. a woman from Iowa that they see appear there. And she had come on the train and this was obviously like maybe the late 1800s, early 1900s. And she was waiting for her uh, husband or her spouse and ended up waiting for him. And she, I don't know what happened, but she died and she apparently still lives in a certain room there. So I thought that was interesting. Yes. We're kind of into haunted houses. That's kind of, that's like one of, uh, one of many of our hot topics that we like to talk about. So we'll share that with you guys. And if you guys have any questions, let, let one of us know, because Jaden's in the group. So like, if you guys have questions for him, like he's going to be pretty, like he's passionate about this. Like when I talked to you, I was like, oh my goodness, you're like the perfect person to talk about this. So, okay. I hope you have a great weekend, Jaden. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. You have a good day. Good night. Bye. <laughs>